What's the DJ name again? DJ Playboy. Uh, I don't like his name. What's good, y'all? It's your man DJ Playboy back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode, not one, without my dog, my partner, my man. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Keith. What it do, bro? Yes, yes, yes. What it is. Blessings, blessings, man. Beautiful, beautiful days. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, blessings on blessings on blessings. So that's all you can look for right, right about now. Yeah, man. It's a... Uh, it's it, it's 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 how you doing, man? I was gonna get into the whole talk, but I'm gonna let you. How you doing, man? How's life? Everything good? Yeah, everything good, man. You know, the, the fitness is, is coming along. The I already broke my my vegan diet, but I do I try to do vegan most of the day. Like I have a vegan dinner, but then like I, like yesterday I had a pizza and shit. Okay, pizza with some old meat lovers type shit, <laughs> extra cheese on it, and all types of crazy stuff. I gotta overcompensate, and, and, I, and I knocked down like three drinks. But um, yeah, man. But I, I gotta, I, I gotta take it to the next level there. But the workout shit is cool. Using my app, running around and stuff. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, weather's changing a little bit, but it hasn't gotten cold yet. So it's still that that weird uh, spring. Sorry, summer to fall flow where it's cool at night. You know what I mean? You don't have to go out uh, tank top. You know what I mean? You can still rock you a little hoodie at night, and then you know during the day you might be wear a t shirt. So you know what I mean? It's just, it's not weird. Nowhere to go. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? But well, it's, it's, you know what's funny? This weather is is one that for me is one of those um where it's kind of cool in the morning, like you gotta wear a jacket, but then by the time the afternoon it's kinda hot. It, it reminds me of like the, the that first month of school that's kind of dope, work don't get hard yet. Like that's the nostalgia it gave me. Where you rock a your dope jacket that you bought back to school shopping. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you got a dope jacket. Sometimes <laughs> you might have just had got some the old navy hoodie. And uh, <laughs> you wear it in the morning, but then in the afternoon it's mad hot, and when you and your friends is wilding out and, and dumb, and you be sweating, so you gotta tie that shit around your waist. <laughs> carry the shit home. Hope you don't lose carry it. Carry it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta carry it in your hand, or you gotta jam it into your transport or something like that. <laughs> Hell yeah, niggas don't know how to dress at this time of year, bro. It's hard. <laughs> right. I ain't gonna front though. I feel like dope shit come out in the fall, uh, clothing wise. Like, I've always, I mean, because of back to school, maybe that influences it. But I've always felt like that historically, like, damn, it's like the dopest shit comes out in the fall. Because they know, and then, you know, Christmas is right after, right behind that, so. Yeah, I mean, and expensive shit, too. Long sleeve shirts and yeah. all that shit. That shit is mad expensive. You're right about that. Yeah, you got to get your money. You got to use all your summer money. <laughs> in the, exactly. In the first two months, you're done. Summer shop is easy. Summer <laughs> shop is easy. couple tank tops. Shorts, nice sneaker game. Yeah, sneakers is probably the most expensive thing that that, that you'll rock, and you could probably rock some of those into the into the fall. Mm-hmm. But that fall shopping, boy, that's something else. Getting you a little jacket, <laughs> Tim's, exactly. <laughs> jacket, four hundred Tim's, two hundred. My lord, be like, damn, why these Jordans couldn't drop two months ago when I had it? <laughs> Word. Word the hell up, man. Some of you still you still got that little come up from tax returns. <laughs> a little, so you making it stretch. Yeah. Nah, man, it's good to laugh, man. It's easy to be mad doom and gloom nowadays. I was going to say earlier, because of everything you see in the news, if you watch too much of it. But, man, life is life is good, man. You know what I'm saying? It, uh, it, 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 it sucks that this is a year where you can't say that, right? Because <laughs> everyone's like, damn, yeah. this is, 2020 sucks. When's 2020 done? But I, I can't front, man. Life's good, bro. And I'm I'm not afraid to say it, man. Like, like things are, are falling into place. Life, life's moving in a good direction. You know what I'm saying? Like, every, life's good, man. I, I can't complain, bro. <laughs> Get back to school. Yeah. This back to school thing is a transition, though. 
This uh virtual learning. Yeah, how's that going? I know b- before you were telling me that all the all the Chromebooks are sold out. You were sleeping on how how useful it would be for your daughter to have her own computer. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, just to give some background, last year when she was in kindergarten, it was in the middle of the year, COVID hit, and it was a transition for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It was, a, it was, it, mm-hmm. no one knew how to deal with it, and they were given like basically they'd send, they would, uh, you, they would post work, and you just have to before the end of the night, I guess complete the work you know what i mean and so i'm like all right it's cool like when i'm not using my 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 macbook you know what i mean she could sit down get it in bed we, we could out we could everybody could live <laughs> now, now this year it's on some synchronized virtual learning so it's like all right we on at eight so be on you know what i mean be on at eight <laughs> you know what i'm all saying right, yeah, right. which is which is cool because it's easier to get her there on time you know what i mean i've historically um dealt with with tardiness um and it, it was starting to to, to, to go to the next generation but like that but it's way easier to get her dressed fed and everything <laughs> yeah, you, you make that shit sound like a curse like some old biblical shit like, oh, I was late so my next my kin is, is destined to be late yo my parents were late all the time it might be some generational shit bro my parents were late all the time to everything <laughs> like yo so it um it's cool to get them there on time, right? And it's, it's, it's she's ready to go. But now they got this thing, right, which I never had in elementary school. And correct me if I'm wrong, Keith, if my memory doesn't fail me right, but it's mad breaks. It's like, I, the teachers, I feel like the teachers just want to chill. <laughs> like the teachers is right. rocking out for like maybe an hour and a half. And then you're like, all right, we're going to take a break now. We'll get back on by 11, which is like, it's too like weird for me. I feel like it's, it's you know, I've been saying I want to get structured and, and with a schedule all year, but it feels like this one's being forced mm. on me. <laughs> like, I'm just like, damn, I got to adhere to the you white man's schedule. Huh? Yeah, my your do- daughter's schedule and it's being forced on you. It's my schedule because I have to make sure she's back there on time, make sure the MacBook right. is free, make sure that she's fed in between or she's going to be distracted, make sure there's no distractions around her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all this stuff. It's, it's And then it's like she has to do work in between. So it's not even like we just chilling. It's not like break, break. Nah, they're giving assignments. All right, we'll be back on this time. So the stuff that the teacher will like be over their shoulder and be like, all right, this is how you draw the letter. Don't, you know what I mean? And then be a little emotional uh, support system for them. Don't get frustrated. <laughs> don't get, you know what I mean? I got to be that. Now I don't talk like that. Right. <laughs> so it's yeah, like, you, you, and you're not professionally trained to do that shit. So you're like, man, that letter A is shit, yo. <laughs> I be like, trash. Yeah, I'll be like a coach. A like this. <laughs> I'll be like a, 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 a helicopter dad, bro. Like, yo, do it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> I'm like Denzel. Like I don't know Jackson. if you ever see He Got Game. I'm like Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when uh, Jesus was young, man, I was. I'm, I'm like a coach like that, bro. Like, yeah, you could do better than that. I know you could, but it's like, and then you know, my I, I know my daughters. I know when she's bullshitting, and they, there's I don't know, mm. it's just it's this laziness. She just wants to rush through it and, and do it shitty, and then go back to you know YouTube or chilling or playing or whatever. So I'm like, all right, so bet now I got to make sure she finishes the work, and then if she has extra time in between. Be like, all right, we gonna, if you're going to watch TV, you're going to watch educational. you watch PBS Kids or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. you ain't just rocking out to whatever YouTube video. They talking about toys or some dumb shit. Like, nah, we're not doing that. And it's just like, but it's, but right. it, I like it in a sense. It, it puts me in check. And, it, you know, it makes me have to grow up a little bit. And I'm also more responsible with what my daughter's strengths and weaknesses are. And you know what I mean? So it it it, it, it it's, it's a blessing in disguise. Put it like that. You know what I mean? Well, my my theory on this, and mind you, I ain't no professional, nor do I have a degree in this shit, but um, my theory is that the gap between, like the educational gap is going to get bigger Mm -hmm. during this this pandemic because there's going to be the parents who can't adjust or don't want to adjust to this new 
this new environment we're in. And in that sense, what I mean by that is that how they were parenting before, whether or not they were parenting well, they want to carry that exact thing into this, talk to the kid the same way. Because you were mentioning that supportive thing and ha- and having to take on that, you know, like how the, the teachers do it, have to take on that kind of persona. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just don't want to do that shit. They want to continue with the, you know, if they were wilding, you know, no, do that shit right, like that type of thing mm-hmm. before the pandemic. Now here in the homeschooling, they they bring that same thing there. It's gonna, and it it may not work. Yeah, and it might make so a kid resent not, if, resent the work also. Right. Exactly. So if you're not willing to adjust, then your kid's gonna fall behind. But those willing to adjust, or or if they're able to adjust, because some people gotta work, have certain schedules. Some people don't have the support system to be watching the kid all day. So those people are gonna fall behind too. But there are, there are those people who will adjust, you know, and they have the, the means to adjust. And I think that their kids are going to do, do well, if not like the same as they, they were before, which is okay too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, you said that on a previous episode too. And it made me think a lot because like, I'll be sitting there. My daughter seems to be adjusting to it well, but I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, some of these kids ain't adjusting to it well. Some of them don't grasp that you have to mute and unmute your microphone. Some of them just forget. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you know, they're getting bored because you're, they're little faces on the screen. Right. And this is, this is first mm-hmm. grade. Like I'm hearing horror stories of people whose kids are in junior high school who are doing crazy shit. Kids are pulling out guns. <laughs> to show their friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this kid knew how to um, sign in. My, my, my buddy at work had told me his kid knew how to sign in under different um, names. So he'd have his face pop up multiple times on the screen. And <laughs> his teacher had to like check him out doing it. He kept doing it. So it was just like. This is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because these kids, some of these kids are more technologically advanced. My daughter's getting nice on the on the computer. She knows how to use a, a, a Windows and a MacBook. You know what I'm saying? So it's like she's, she's, right. she's going she's gonna to get better at it. Um Certain things, and I'll catch her, you know, trying to sneak, uh, like, like here and there, like to be distracted or, or, or play with something on the side. Um, but and by the way, but by the way, uh, can I give it up to that kid who put his face multiple times on the screen? Because a lot of <laughs> the one of the things that kids lack is the ability to really understand how, from someone else's perspective, like how something will come off. But like mm-hmm. he had to think about, like, yo, this prank is gonna be dope and here's why like the just the amount of thought was in it, the, the prank is gonna be dope because here's why like if i'm on the other side of the screen and i'm looking at all the faces on screen then it's like brian is up on it like 15 times it's either gonna be hilarious or terribly annoying but that's what you want from from his perspective as the prankster like <laughs> that's like a dope prank man that's the win-win shout outs to that kid that's a win-win man oh man what else is going on in the world man it's just it's it doesn't get any better in the summer of 2020 is, is leading to the fall of 2020, man. And we got some movement in the Breonna Taylor case, but not not the direction we want to go. Right, Keith? You know what I'm saying? It's, right. Uh, what happened first? The settlement happened first, right? With the family. Uh, Louisville, yeah. um, I believe, had a settlement with the family, which is one of the biggest in Louisville police history, from what I understand. Um, it was uh, like $12 million? $12 million to Breonna Taylor's family. Um, and they, this settlement was... Uh, the the um, established before any indictments happened, anything had happened. Um, the previous record, from what I understand, was $8.5 million, and that was from false imprisonment, basically somebody being locked up for a crime that wasn't theirs uh, for multiple years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he received $8.5 million, so th- they, they definitely um, paid out, unfortunately. It had, someone had to die in the situation to happen. Um, but then after that came the in- 
the indictments or lack thereof, right? Um, only one indictment for there were, how many? There were like five police officers that were involved in this, right? Or more than that? Something like that. Okay, I don't know the exact name. I, I don't think it was more than that, though. Yeah, uh, it was a no knock uh, warrant um, that was basically uh, put out to the wrong address. And um, from what we were grasping, from what we understand, there's no body cam footage that we have seen as of yet. Um, but from what you hear, uh, basically shooting ensued. Um, Bianca Taylor and her boyfriend were not aware that these were police at the door. Um, stated he'll never. He, he, her boyfriend actually stated he he would never knowingly shoot at a police officer, but th- he had no idea who this was banging on his door trying to get in uh, to their their place of residence. And he let off. Um, who let off the first shot? Actually, I believe he he didn't even let off the first shot. Right, I believe a shot was going through the wall first um, from the police officer. Uh, but there there are conflicting stories on that, right? Mm-hmm. And then so what, what I have is Brett Hankinson, a detective at the time, fired into the sliding glass patio door and okay. window of Miss Taylor's apartment. Yeah, that's what I understand. And then, uh, for what I understand, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend returned fire, but he uh, and said that he shot at the floor only to, uh, to kind of like a warning shot, kind of. Um, on that point, they they began shooting um, through through their their walls and obviously neighbors' walls um, as well. Um, and the only indictment uh, after the death of Breonna Taylor, which in which she was shot at that point in time, and there was no like emergency services brought to her aid that could have resuscitated her. Um, she basically was left to die after being shot um, in this no knock warrant at the wrong address. Um, and the only indictment that was uh, let was a. Uh, was it wanton ind- endangerment for shooting through a neighbor's wall, basically endangering the neighbor? Uh, which I don't mm-hmm. even believe. I, like I'm, I'm pretty sure that happens in the case. If you think of what police officers go through, that has to happen often. I don't think. What do you think is going to happen on that? What do you think the pe- you know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing that I don't. Even, I can't even foresee a real penalty coming from that. You know what I mean? So it's right. um and and basically a slap in the face. And this, that was only placed on one cop. Actually, it wasn't even it wasn't even like the, all of them court charges like that. I think that was only one cop that was indicted on that and. Um, I'm black America, but I I want to say America. I hope America in general was just outraged, right? Couldn't believe it, but um, yeah. I know that's not the case, right? Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It, it's 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 a very um sticky case. It's very disappointing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a dude shoots. He just shoots into an apartment like without seeing what's what's in there, which is insane. Mm-hmm. And um, the the charge he gets is for pretty much, I, I don't know, like almost like the equivalent of, I don't know, like like putting off fireworks in a in a the courtyard of an apartment complex without a permit. That's kind of what, what mm-hmm. he got charged with, like just kind of endangering neighbors, like that kind of thing. Pretty it, much, yeah. It's, it's very bizarre, very bizarre, and it's a it's a picture into how a black life is regarded. Just from the whole beginning of this, from the time that they said, "All right, let's execute this warrant," um, you know, let's say it was a black neighborhood, and they just say, "All right, we're just gonna, you know, start busting into this place, and that's it, and, you know, whatever." That's it's insane. Um, and it's almost as if Lou, the Louisville knew about this ahead of time, right? Then they 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 made it a state of emergency. I think before the um, verdicts or the indictments even came forward. Um, mm-hmm. And protests followed, you know, uh, understandably, right? And and it's it's hard to to, to look at it because, like, I think earlier this week, I I even said something to the effect of like, I don't even see why people are surprised, but I do understand why people are angry. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like not all of that's coming from shock and awe. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like Rodney King and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening um, on video for the first time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. Now nah, we've just seen this so many times, and it's just like it. it, it, it protests broke out, and and not all of it peaceful, not all of it nonviolent. And um, two Louisville police officers actually got shot um, during during the during the protests, um, like non life threatening wounds. You know what I mean? Uh, thank God, I guess. But it's like, damn, like it, it's. It, now it's, it's like human life isn't even being regarded. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it, it, mm-hmm. but this is the precedent that was set. You know what I mean? Because respect wasn't right. shown to a human life. And it's like, <laughs> like you got, we, we, we got to do better, man. Like, you know, I mean, I, it sucks for Breonna Taylor's family. I'll, you know, this is life changing money and I hope it's done well. And in addition to the money, and I think that's not spoken of at all, is that um, there were agreements to do a series of changing in the Louisville Metro Police uh, policies and their practices, uh, things that were meant to strengthen officers' connections to the communities, uh, reform the search warrant protest, uh, sorry, process, and make officers more accountable and the actions more transparent. But it's like, how could you even believe that's going to move forward? You know what I mean? Like, what evidence do we have to show that that's going to happen? Right. Um, but it, it's sad, and um, it it. it, it it's on the, the 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 heels of well, I think we spoke about a few weeks ago the Daniel Prude uh, video where uh, a spit guard um, or spit bag I think was, is what it's called was put over um, Daniel's face and uh, I think he was put on life support after that and died a few days later. Um, documents now show this happened in Rochester, New York, by the way, and documents are now showing that law enforcement in Rochester made a systematic effort to delay and withhold the release of that video. Um, in fears that it would cause like, you know, like a, a protest unrest situation similar to the George Floyd and kind of wanted to separate the situation from that, which is another slap in the face. Right. Because the situation is not different from that. It, it, this is right. And we, and we talk about it all the time off air. And I know it's not the most popular um, set to be put out there, but it's got to be hard as hell being a cop. Right. It's got to be. Hell yeah. <laughs> There's no I, question about it. I mean, that's why the best do it or supposed to be doing it. Uh huh. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of hard being a surgeon, but that's why the best do it. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that, that that's the deal. But yeah, being that's a good way to look at it. That's hard. a good way to look. People don't people don't view them in the same way. You know what I mean? It's uh like you said, right. it's because of civil service, I guess. So it's like people don't. But you're right. It's it's you 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 have a gun, right? You have a license to kill, mm-hmm. so to speak, and you have to hold that with the same responsibility that a surgeon has with a quote unquote responsibility to help you live, right? A license to help you live, a license to prolong your life. Um, no, that's good. You, well, think think about the think about the how sacred the the law is in in this country. Like our country, our country's built on the law. I think everyone would agree with that, regardless of if the law tends to work in your favor or not. We can all agree that this country was built on the law. These are sacred things. The Bill of Rights is a a sacred thing. Um, and all the amendments to it, very sacred. So now you take a lawyer, let's say a prosecutor or a defense lawyer, or even a family lawyer, whoever, like they're kind of defending the law. Now imagine you take one of these lawyers and put a gun in their hand and say, all right, get out there and mm-hmm. execute the law out there <laughs> in that way. They would become, just think about the 
level of precision and the level of responsibility, professionalism that would be, that would be required. That's essentially what a cop is doing. They're taking the law and they're executing it in real time on the streets. So, and they're defending the law and all that, that type of stuff. So they're defending something very sacred. And by, oh, by the way, they have access to deadly force. So, yeah, I think it's definitely appropriate to compare them to a surgeon. Um, no, nah, it, it's it's crazy, but um, like I said, in Rochester, um, ex- emails obtained from the police department show uh, Deputy Police Chief Mark Simmons, um, in an email he wrote to Chief uh, Laron Singletary in June, um, saying that we certainly do not want people to misinterpret the officer's actions and conflate this incident with any recent killings of unarmed black men by law enforcement nationally. That would simply be a false narrative and could create animosity and potential violent blowback in this community as a result. Um, and then single Terry 20 minutes later emailed back. I totally agree. Um, and this goes back to what I was saying, how, it, how difficult it is to be a, a police officer. Apparently, this person was having a mental breakdown of some sort. Right. Whether it was drug induced or just he suffers from mental illness. Me, me as a person, the only way I'm getting in between a, 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 a naked person having a mental um, episode is to protect my family. Right. And it's like. Mm-hmm this is why I wouldn't sign up to be a police officer and you, and you hit the nail on the head with your statement. Like that responsibility is as serious as being a surgeon or, or any type of officer of the law. It's because you're supposed to be the one running to that. Right. Like I'm running from that. (laughs) Unless my family's on the other side of it. I'm like, all right, yo, I'm gonna let homeboy over there. Take care of that. He looked better equipped. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't, I ain't cause that's not what I'm here for. But as the people that go towards that, it's like, he was naked, bro. He was, what was he going to do at the worst? You, you got tasers, you got batons, you got, you know what I'm saying? Like the bag over the head was for your comfort, right? It wasn't to, to, to necessarily calm him down or to, to, to even detain him, right? He was already handcuffed. It was for your right. comfort of some sort. And you, you got to be held responsible for that. Cause you should be more responsible with, 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 with what you've been appointed with that badge that you have yeah. to uphold. Um. Yeah, man. Now nah, it's, it's you know 2020, man. <laughs> what's new, right? What's 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 new, man? So we just, I can't. I gotta I gotta lighten things up, man. You know, what I mean, it sucks. And uh, you know, uh, Daniel Pooh's family definitely. My condolences. Brianna Taylor's family also. My my condolences. My prayers. You know, what I mean, um, and let's keep honoring their names. Let's keep you know, what I mean, let's not put it on another pile of names. Let's not forget it. Into because I can it's hard for me to keep track of all this. You know what I mean? What was the last two? What was the last right. three? So let's let's try not to just let these names be forgotten um, in history. Um, let me see how I can lighten things up. What we got here? What we got here? Uh, Travis Scott, Keith, you sure you know who Travis Scott is, right? <laughs> One of the yeah. biggest rappers in the on the planet. And I'll be honest with you, before I even move forward, I'm not even quite sure why. Like I'm a fan of Travis Scott. I love his music, but I couldn't explain to somebody why I love his music. <laughs> like it's hard for me to put in that like though the beats are dope or the the lyrics because we're from 90s era hip-hop where it was like uh lyrics or flow you know what i mean you kind of fit these uh mm-hmm. these these like nba 2k attribute points of a rapper and it's like these new age of rappers don't even follow that formula so um but travis guy is like huge right obviously he's, he has a, a child with um, a kardashian slash jenner which is going to be huge for your popularity in, in general but he's out there bro He's uh so big that McDonald's gave no, him listen, a meal. The, the beat, the beats are dope. The the uh the beats are dope. The 
Um, what's the joint called? The ad libs are on point. It's lit. He has a good look. <laughs> the ad lib, yeah, it's memorable. It is. It's good. I like it. Yeah, it's lit. It's lit. It's lit. <laughs> it's lit. Nah, it's um, uh, it's catchy. <laughs> it's, it, actually, you know, it's, I knew the ad lib before I knew who it was that was saying it. If that makes sense, like I was exactly. I, <laughs> so there, that definitely might be part of his branding. Um, but I mean, big, who gets a McDonald's sandwich? Like, that, like I can't even think about said that happening to me. Like getting a McDonald's commercial is big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you got to respect where hip hop is gone, right? Just as far as like the business of it and the marketing of it and all that stuff. Remember when Jay Z got a shoe? Uh, who what was uh, Reebok, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the S. Carters. S. Doc Carter. They, they were, mm-hmm. they, yeah, man, and they were they were kind of a trash shoe, honestly, just looking back at it. But yo, <laughs> you wanted them shits because they were affor- fairly affordable and they S. Carters. And they white K, they were just playing kicks, but it was very uh, retirement community swag. <laughs> like, if you boxed those up and sent them to your grandparents, like, they'd be like, oh, okay, all right, comfy, got the proper support, they, they're sensible. It was funny because it was like, Jay-Z was like, I'm not wearing those. <laughs> like, exactly. That was like kind of it, but people were like, "Oh, I gotta get it." But yeah, but and it was before its time, right? Because now you got like the Travis Scott uh, Cactus Jack Jordans selling out in seconds. You got you know how big Yeezy's got enough of sneakers. J Cole, we spoke about his his, his latest release of uh, his sneaker. So it's like it, it, J, the Jay Z thing was even before the Fifty Cent G Unit deal, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, I was just about to mention the G Unit joint was next. Yeah, and. <clears throat> I think Jay-Z was the first rapper with the shoe, but now fast forward to now where even you you don't have to be the best rapper to have a shoe. So that's one. Mm-hmm. And then you, even if you're not the best rapper, even if you're the top in the top five, but not number one, you can still have a fire shoe. Jay-Z was the best rapper alive at the time mm-hmm. and his shoe was trash. <laughs> and then G-Unit, <laughs> G-Unit was the hottest rap crew. Their shoe was trash. <laughs> but now look, J. Cole's Puma joint is fire. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh and, and definitely I mean, obviously what what Kanye's done for Adidas, you know what I'm saying? Like outside of right. these, these these are huge. And and I think like like to for for Travis Scott was I'm, I'm like geeked over him having his own um extra value meal. But my man has his own Jordans. <laughs> now how'd you think exactly. about that? That's like that's like Drake status. Like like <laughs> right? That's huge, bro. That's that's and and and, and a, a, a very popular one, you know. What I mean, one that's easily distinguishable that actually took the Jordan style and remixed it, so to speak. Very anticipated. I hear mad people talking about it. Like before it came out, like yeah, the Cactus Jacks. I know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Old as shit. And then I'm like, Cactus Jack, what? <laughs> shit, sound like a damn fifteen dollar salad at some one of these New York City salad bars or something. A Cactus Jack. He said, I seen that movie. <laughs> I seen that shit. <laughs> that's the that's the joint with the Australian dude, right? That's not a knife. Yo, man, but Travis Scott is so popular, man. The Cactus Jack himself. That McDonald's franchises are running out of beef, bacon, the onions for it, the lettuce. And uh, McDonald's said they're working closely with their suppliers and distributors uh, and franchisees to supply impact to restaurants as quickly as possible. Like. That's nuts. It's like, and I, I've been to McDonald's, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I'll be out here. Um, <laughs> and I hear people out here like, 
yo, let me get the Travis. And I don't even think they know who Travis Scott is. I'm like, do they know who, you know what I'm saying? Like, old ladies. Let me get that Travis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yo, let me, let me get the Travis. And then the people behind the counter be like, oh, the Travis Scott meal. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what, 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 do you think, what do you think the Travis is? <laughs> Somebody walk up in here and say, I want the Travis. You know what they talking about. Yeah, that, man, the branding, that's, the branding there is just incredible, man. It reminds me, like, it's, it has to, I, I wonder what it's going to be, like, the numbers are going to look like once everything is said and done. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you, it'll rank up there with, like, the McRib or the or the, um, the the KFC Famous Bowl or even the Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. I just wonder, man, because it, it has to gonna it has to be comparable to those. Well, I think it's only limited time also, so I believe it only has, like, a few weeks left. It's uh, October 4th. Um, is actually the supposed to the date that it was originally scheduled to run through. So let's see if they, they extend that or not. It's because it may, maybe mm-hmm. it might be like the Arch Deluxe. Remember the Arch Deluxe back in the day? That was my shit. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> that was my shit. That was some good ass branding too. <laughs> yeah, Arch Deluxe was that. Yeah, that was some gangster shit, man. That brand was tremendous. <laughs> that was like their first new burger in years. I remember like we showing our age right now. This <laughs> is like Arch Deluxe. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Man, uh, Brooklyn stand up, man. We lost a we lost a real one, Keith. Uh, the notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn stand up, man. Brooklyn native, uh, passed away. You know, about with cancer. Um, so came to it, and uh, obviously famous for being the second woman uh, to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court, among many other achievements. Um, and we're honoring her with the statue in Brooklyn. I don't know if you heard, Keith. Have you heard? <laughs> uh, I did not hear. I did not. I actually did not know that. Yep, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is going to get her own statue. Who uh, is Biggie gonna get one before Ruth? <laughs> like that be that be who, who's gonna? I think Ruth might win that one. I think Biggie has a street named after him, and now Ruth Bader Ginsburg actually has uh, a building named after her. The Brooklyn Municipal Building, announced by Mayor De Blasio, will be named after Ruth Bader Ginsburg in honor of her. So like she's she, wow, <laughs> she's out here, man. Like shout out to her. Um. Uh, she, I think her body was at the Supreme Court, right? They, they were the people were coming out and honoring her at her memorial. Um, and your man Trump actually got booed at it <laughs> with people chanting uh, "Vote him out" uh, pretty loudly when he came to pay his respects. Um, he looked surprised because he was wearing a mask. <laughs> 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 like, come on, man! <laughs> what more y'all want from me? <laughs> Word, man. This is a funeral, y'all. Come on now. Show <laughs> me some love a little bit. Well, my good mask. <laughs> but then, yeah, it said uh, later that uh, it, it was a political chant. But you know how Trump tries to downplay it. It says we could hardly hear it from where we were. Somebody said there was chanting, but we were right next to the media. We could hardly hear too much. Uh, we heard a sound, but it wasn't very strong. Um, nah, but he heard it. <laughs> he knew what time it was, yeah. man. And uh and it's even going as far as to not commit to a peaceful transfer of power. Like, what? who does? Whose man's is this? <laughs> whose man's is like, yo, I'm, I'm, I can't commit to that. <laughs> like, yo, man, people got to vote. Just <laughs> Everyone stop being goofy. Just go, go vote. If you live in Philly, if you live in uh, all them towns that Cameron uh, be mentioning in the songs. <laughs> Sacktown. <Canton>. Cincinnati. <laughs> C- Cleveland, Cincinnati. That Ohio vote is serious. If you live around, if you live along the Cameron corridor, you got to vote. <laughs> if you live in Austin, Texas, Houston, H-Town, D-Town, well, Dallas, Dallas ain't D-Town. But well, if you do live in D-Town and in, in, in Detroit, got to vote. Vote. 
Get your vote. Oh, y'all on. goofy motherfuckers. If you live in Opalaka, if you live in Miami Dade, vote. Nah. Oh yeah. Vote man, early too. Vote. If you're gonna do the mail in, vote early. You know what I mean? Don't don't be don't don't procrastinate with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, do your census, yo. I told you the census lady ran up on me. <laughs> like you ran up on ran you, up nigga, on you, owe me, me. you owe me money. Yeah. <laughs> they going hard out <laughs> here, bro. Nah, yeah, they they knocking on doors. Um it, it was it was definitely like someone knocked on, I thought it was an Amazon package. That's the only reason I <laughs> I went to the door. I'm like, oh shit, somebody out here, who this? <laughs> <laughs> But she was just a little, little cutie pie. You know, she was cool. So. <laughs> Knocked it out in 15 minutes. You know what I mean? So Yeah, man. But with the vote, with the voting joint, with the people, it goes back to that conversation we've been having about people being skeptical about what the government says and just certain systems. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about coronavirus and people be like, oh, coronavirus is made up. I don't believe in it. The masks don't work. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it it has the same, the similar roots to the whole thing with voting where people are like, yeah, my vote don't make a difference. Like, oh, they, they you know, it's crooked anyway. When I vote, they don't count it the proper way. Mm-hmm. Goofy thoughts like that, that just, that, that gets you Reaganomics and gets you Trump. <laughs> like, like your man Trump said, like, like, what's, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? What's the worst that could happen? Go out there. If that's how you feel, go out there and just prove yourself right. <laughs> go out right. there and vote and then you can feel good and be like yo you know what like alright you right damn the nigga still won like you know what I mean fuck it I should wait like but just do me a, go prove it to yourself <laughs> that you, see if your vote really doesn't count cause I, I believe I beg to differ you know what I'm saying right I, I, you, you could have you know how many people in um when Obama ran the first time, was like, he's not going to win. He's not no, he's going to get killed. He's going to get da 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 you know what I'm saying and I'm really in my mind like damn <laughs> damn you know what I'm saying it's like damn what's the, am I getting yeah. myself hyped up for nothing but it's like man you don't know till you go <laughs> yeah, you don't know that, till that's you kinda, go kind of what it was mm-hmm. I think the motivation to, to vote for for Obama I, I feel just a I'm just a feeling I don't know if these are backed up by statistics I mean of course you wanted him to win mm-hmm. but we want a lot of people to win Look, look at John Kerry in the Diddy uh, get out and vote. What's it called? Rock the vote. Yeah. I can't remember what the hell, hell the name. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Rock was it Rock the, the vote that year? I think it was. Yeah. Right. Might have been Rock the vote. No. MTV was doing Rock the vote for for a couple years. Oh no. Diddy did Vote or Die. Vote or Die. Damn. You should have keep you. Oh. <laughs> Nigga yeah. Said vote. <laughs> that was the same year. Facebook came out. <laughs> that was before people knew there was. That was thefacebook.com. <laughs> Otherwise, if you just typed in. Typed in Facebook.com, you got some other shit. Oh shit, sirens. Got warrants. Yeah, man. But uh Yo, my man, but, that was the Jeezy era. That's when <laughs> Chapter that Die came yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, the uh for Obama, it was like, yo, I just want to be part of it. Know that I voted for a black dude. He ain't gonna win, but I wanna I wanted to be I wanna be part of that history. Mm-hmm. That's the feeling I got. But um, it so ended up being that he won, and it was a little surprise, right? It was like, oh, is this happening? (laughs) (laughs) But you look at Hillary Clinton. A lot of people say, yeah, I'd rather Hillary in office, Mm -hmm. but they didn't. They don't. You don't feel. You didn't get. You didn't feel compelled to go to the polls. Like you just like, let me let me let me head out there. That anti-Hillary campaign was so strong that I know people who really didn't give a fuck about Hillary was sitting there like full blown argument like how how much they hate her you know so i'm like i know you yeah. ain't never put this much thought into no fucking hillary clinton before <laughs> and i don't right. but you know what i'm saying it's just like bro it's like, but the the smear i don't even know if it's a smear campaign it was just whatever like she put herself in certain positions that left her open to certain things and 
they they took advantage of it. They ran with it, and she didn't run back as hard. You know what I mean? You said it before. She went with the high road, and that didn't work. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The Hillary Clinton joint was unfortunate because I mean, like they said, like she's probably the most qualified, like on paper, smartest, and, and all this type of stuff. But unfortunately, you need to be a politician. That's the part that she didn't quite master. Mm-hmm. All right, Keith. Real quick before we get up out of here, man. Sports news, bro. You been keeping up with the playoffs? Yeah. Which ones? Uh, uh, the basketball. Yeah, yeah, NBA playoffs, man. How do you? No, NHL. <laughs> now, how do you feel about the Clippers, man? What happened to them, bro? Uh, they collapsed, bro. They was up three one over uh, Denver. That just that is that. That's like a microcosm for life. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you gotta like take little was, lessons it, from it. Yeah, I mean it was interesting, but like just looking at them in a play. Like if if you were to tell me in the beginning of the the, the season and. 2019 and fall of 2019 when the season began that the these new Clippers would be knocked out and lo- and drop a three was a three one lead in like the second round to the Nuggets I'd be like get get the fuck out of here <laughs> but like now if you would ask me that again when this bubble started and just looking at them playing they didn't impress me it wasn't and the they, same energy you're right it wasn't the same energy. Right, and it made, it made me realize that they, you know, they they were overrated. I mean, Kawhi is the, you know, the reigning champ and the, is the reigning Finals MVP, but you know, I don't know if they were they, necessarily like overrated. Yeah, they 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 were rated properly, but I think they what it what it exposes is when you don't have a leader, it, it you you everyone's right. riding their you know, so everybody's doing their own thing and and marching to their own drum. Um, and, and Kawhi just isn't that leader, you know what I'm saying? So we'll see if LeBron, this is LeBron's path, right? No Golden State, no Kevin Durant, no, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? A lot of teams, no Clippers in his way, no, like this, LeBron, you might as well get, you better get that extra ring now, bro. <laughs> Sneaking in. Yeah, if, if, if Bron don't win this, between the, uh, this finals and then uh, the joint when the Heat lost to da- uh, Dallas, mm-hmm. I think those two is going to be like, Damn, how'd you lose? If if he loses this one, it'll be up there with with the um the joint against Dallas. You checked out any football lately? NFL's back. Uh, if you haven't heard, you know what I'm saying. We're we're like week. We're going on to week three. You know what I mean? You checked out any football as you read? How do you feel about the new season? No no crowd. No, is the same feel for you? Same energy? Well, actually, no, no. I apologize. Some people do have a crowd. <laughs> Some stadiums do have a little crowd. In there. I think there's a, there's a handful of um teams that. Are allowed to have crowds, or they said that we're gonna have crowd. Well, not quote unquote crowd, but they have people in the stands. Limited capacity, like you know, like the gyms are doing. <laughs> like definitely, right, um, right. and and someone actually got COVID actually from. Uh, no, I don't say from, but at the uh, Kansas City game. Um, but mm. but considering one person out of that many people, some people might argue that's you know I mean something in the opposite direction. So, uh, we'll see how it goes as they continue uh, week to week. But what do you think about the action? I'm sorry, I didn't let you answer. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. I think at this point, we, we've seen the NBA. If you watch baseball, you've seen some some baseball. If you watch hockey, back yeah, hockey's. I'll be honest, man. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but so, like, we've seen these sports in action, right? So now football got a chance to look at them and do their thing. And I think football they're doing a decent job with it. Now, how do you prevent you know fifty, sixty people on each team? From getting sick, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that they thought really hard about that. Yeah. Uh, Keith, have you heard? Michael Jordan is starting his own NASCAR team uh, with Denny Hamlin, and his first signee is the man whose name is mentioned the most times this year on this podcast, Bubba Wallace. 
Yeah, <laughs> I heard a little bit about that, man. That's cool. Michael Jordan, he does activism on a low. He's not about all the sharpening. He he'll just flip, you know, fling his money at something. <laughs> he ain't with the didn't, the, the, didn't the earlier this year. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not, and that's not a bad. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No, but no. He does catch a lot of flack Different for being uh, right. Yeah, he catches a lot of flack for you know not being what is it like vocal with with his activism or vocal with how pro black he is or anti racist he is. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, let's be honest, not every black person gives a fuck about equal. I mean, everyone wants equal equal rights, but not everyone's interested in being in some type of struggle. Especially, nigga just want to go to work and then come back home. Especially if you're a billionaire, you kind of separated from some of right. it, and, and, so to speak. You know what I mean? At least in your own mind. Well, right. So in society, we all know a black person who's not down with all that stuff. It's like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get slapped up by cops, but at the same time, I don't feel like marching. And Michael Jordan, you know, it that type of black person also comes in the form of a really famous athlete or now a famous executive. Definitely. Definitely, man. Keith, another episode in the books, brother. Uh, where can people find you out on social media, my man? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Nice, nice. You can find your boy DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Uh, you can also follow Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Check out everything we got going on. Uh, we got a podcast. We got a podcast. We also have a website, perfecttalkpodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. You know, me and my man Keith up there doing our thing. You can catch my radio show, The Night Shift. And, of course, you can catch my radio show, uh, Money Talks Radio, that I do with my man DJ Show. It's my brother right there. Um, you can also find Perfect Talk Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, the list goes on wherever your local podcast is sold. So please leave a review, subscribe, let us know how you feel because we love y'all, man. Let's we just want to keep doing it for y'all. You know what I mean? I like providing a service for y'all, but Keith, provide my people with a service and let them know what you are watching these days, brother. I had to go back and watch Fargo. Fargo, Fargo is a <laughs> show on FX. New uh, that, new season series, with Chris Rock, right? Series version. Chris Rock, is yeah. On the new season. season got Chris Rock mm-hmm. in it. Okay, and honestly, that's what got me. I saw black people I was like, yeah, I got to watch this. But the first, you know, it's it's about Fargo and Minnesota and North Dakota and shit. So there's mad white people, at least in the first season. Okay. I'm finishing that up now. It was starring like Billy Bob, Thur- Billy Bob Thornton. Is that, it's, a police, um, it's a police show, right? A police drama? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, but the movie is like a dark comedy. Okay. About like some crazy murders that happened in a very small town. Okay. Okay. Um, so the, the the first season is pretty much the same thing, and then they add the on crazy murders. They add on the storyline from this small town, exactly. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so that's your recommendation for the week, Fargo. Well, that's what you're watching at least. Now, Definitely. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dev, what's, well, music wise, man, go check out that Big Sean album. You, I don't know if you had a chance to check it out, but that's my musical recommendation. The DJ Playboy recommendation for the week. That Big Sean album is dope. He never disappoints, really. But he uh, is continuing on, man. Go check that out and. Uh, Keith, we up out of here, man. Say goodbye to the people, brother. Peace.